Folks, what does everyone do when shopping online? Well, you jump to the reviews and you see what customers actually think. Well, Bull and Branch did the hard work for you. In a recent customer survey, 96% said Bull and Branch sheets get softer with every single wash. Bull and Branch sheets are made from the finest 100% organic cotton threads on planet Earth. Buttery to the touch, super breathable. Bull and Branch sheets are perfect for both cooler and warmer months. Their luxurious signature hem sheets were made without pesticides, formaldehyde, or other harsh chemicals. They really do get softer with every single wash. Best of all, Bull and Branch gives you a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping, returns on all orders. You're not going to want to return them. We love our Bull and Branch product. In fact, when I'm on the road, I actually travel with their cable knit throw blanket. It is that good. Their product is just awesome. After a long day, nothing feels better than a restful night's sleep in the softest, most luxurious sheets. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bull and Branch. Get 15% off your very first order when you use code Ben at bullandbranch.com. That's Bull and Branch, spelled B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code Ben. Exclusions apply. See site for details, bullandbranch.com. Major League Baseball moves the All-Star Game out of Georgia based on media lies, and 60 Minutes runs a completely false hit piece on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Stand up for your digital rights. Take action at expressvpn.com slash Ben. Speaking of which, if you've been listening to the show, you know how much cancel culture is a problem. You know how much their big tech folks really don't like you. They don't like your perspectives, but they are monetizing your data. Why not deny them access to that data by using ExpressVPN? Why would you let big tech cancel your right to free speech? Instead, why not cancel their access to your private data? ExpressVPN can help you do this. Have you ever wondered how these big tech sites make money when they're actually free to use? Well, they track your searches, video history, everything you click on, and then they sell that valuable data to third parties. When you use ExpressVPN, your device's IP address gets masked. This helps anonymize your online activity. It makes it much more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your network data to protect you from cyber criminals and hackers. What I love absolutely most about ExpressVPN, super simple to use. I mean, I'm talking about like you open it on your phone, you hit one button, and now you're protected. Same thing on your computer. It's time to say no to censorship and take back your online privacy at expressvpn.com slash Ben. Visit my link. You get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free today. That's expressvpn.com slash Ben. Protect your data today. Expressvpn.com slash Ben to get started. All righty. So, over the weekend, Major League Baseball, the national pastime, decided that they would become just the Democratic pastime. They decided that they were going to cancel the All-Star Game in Georgia. This cancellation was based on overt Democratic lies, parroted and forwarded by an establishment media that are partisan hacks. They are partisan activist liars. This is what they do for a living. Now, I've been hesitant to use the phrase enemy of the people because it's a Stalinist phrase that suggests that people should go to jail or that people bad things should happen to people. But... Let me just say that the media are the enemies of the truth. The establishment media are just partisan hacks at this point. They have allowed Joe Biden and the Biden administration to simply lie about the content of this Georgia voter law, which is more liberal with regard to early voting than laws in places like New Jersey. Its voter ID requirement is utterly uncontroversial. It did not dismantle all ballot drop boxes or anything like that. Ballot drop boxes are a new thing that were sort of created for the pandemic. It limited the number of those. It didn't get rid of all of them. It expanded in many ways the voting hours in Georgia. This is an extraordinarily mild law in Georgia, but that's not what you'd get if you read your mainstream media. If you read your establishment media, what you would get is that this was a Jim Crow attempt to stop black people from voting. That was a lie, a lie, a lie. It was a lie all the way through. And Joe Biden kept saying Jim Crow over and over and over. And nobody in the media saw fit to fact check that statement. They would fact check very specific statements that Joe Biden made on occasion. So you get the Washington Post giving Joe Biden four Pinocchios for suggesting that the Georgia bill limited voting hours. But would they overall rate his statement that this was like a Jim Crow voting law? Of course not. Of course not. Even though it is 
overtly a lie. You have to be so unbelievably ignorant and stupid to believe that this Georgia law has anything to do with Jim Crow. And yet, if you polled Americans, I would bet money that half of Americans think that this is Jim Crow racism, this Georgia voter law, which again, is more liberal than Delaware state voting law, apparently. So here's what happened. Joe Biden and the Biden administration and his partners in the media, because that's what they are. They are not objective in any way. They are simply propagandists on behalf of the Democratic Party. This partisan hack group decided to push that lie and not just push that lie, then in activist fashion to try and pressure private corporations into pressuring public bodies like the Georgia state legislature or like the governor of Georgia. So they're trying to mobilize corporations to do their dirty work for them. They don't have control of the levers of power in Georgia. So instead, what they're going to do is they're going to try and get private corporations to pressure all of these public bodies into doing what they want. Now, there's a certain irony to this. Members of the left are constantly saying, corporations, they shouldn't be donating money in politics. They shouldn't be in politics. Look at these corporations with their, with their corporate money influencing politics. And then at the exact same time, they will demand that these corporations actively use their businesses, right? Not just their funds, their businesses themselves. They should change how they do business in order to punish Republican states. And so they put a lot of pressure on Major League Baseball. Joe Biden went on ESPN and he overtly called for Major League Baseball to remove the all-star game from Georgia. And Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred, who's an abject coward, he's a pathetic abject coward. He's a yellow-bellied coward. That that cowardly, ridiculous person decided, you know what? That's what we're going to do. We're going to pull the all-star game from Georgia. And this follows in the footsteps of other sports that have done similar things. We saw the NCAA pull basketball games from North Carolina after a bill that would have protected women's bathrooms in Charlotte. We saw that there were, there were sports leagues that attempted to target Arizona in the aftermath of Jan Brewer, former governor of Arizona, pushing the idea that, that Arizona was going to enforce immigration law on a state level. This is nothing new. It's just the latest iteration. And it's the most ridiculous iteration because it is based on just complete, utter lies. Again, the Georgia law is not offensive for anyone who's actually looked at the Georgia law. The lies about this, this bill are insane. The lie that you can't drink water or be given water if you're 150 feet from a polling place. No, you can't have a partisan activist bring you water. But there are poll workers there and they will bring you water. You can bring water yourself. You can have a friend go get you water. This is the same law that applies in a bevy of states. But that's not what you heard about this law, is it? What you heard from Stacey Abrams, who is a liar, and Joe Biden, who is a liar, and the media, who are liars, is that this is a Jim Crow voting tactic designed to stop black people from voting. Again, an overt lie. And Major League Baseball decided to mirror that lie. Again, these lies were were consistent over and over, and the media just repeated them. The the Washington Post reported, Abrams, Abrams actually claimed, this is a claim from Stacey Abrams, again, the greatest politician in American history, Stacey Abrams, she claimed, quote, that the Georgia GOP traded economic opportunity for suppression. This was suppression of the vote. Okay, the Washington Post, by the way, did report in a fact check that experts consulted by the newspaper said the net effect was to expand the opportunities to vote for most Georgians, not limit them. But that didn't stop the Washington Post from simply repeating ad nauseum Joe Biden's lines about how this was Jim Crow racism. Biden said that he would strongly support the league boycotting the city over the law that was passed by democratically elected officials, according to Daily Wire. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp fought back against all of this. He said, there's no way we should apologize for this law. Are you guys insane? There's nothing wrong with the law. There were mechanical issues that needed to be fixed. There were reasons to try to figure out a better way, a more accessible way, and a more secure way for us to hold elections. And there is nothing wrong with that. We shouldn't apologize 
for wanting to make it easy to vote and hard to cheat. Then maybe there's an argument for boycotts and protests and moving all-star games. But that is not what happened. What happened was Georgia is going to have secure, very accessible, and fair elections in the future in this state. Yeah, Kemp also went ahead and slammed Joe Biden, who, of course, had lied about the Georgia law over and over and over again. It certainly doesn't help when you have the president of the United States saying that and nobody in the national media, at least in the mainstream media, will even ask for a correction when he simply lies, gets a four Pinocchios of all people, uh, of all places from the Washington Post. I mean, that should tell you right there, he's not being truthful. He continues to lie and mislead about what the bill does. So how exactly did this boycott come about by the MLB? How exactly did Major League Baseball, America's national pastime, decide that they are simply going to inject themselves into American politics on the state level and punish states on the basis of democratic lies? How did this happen? Here's, I'll give you that story in just one second because it truly is incredible. It shows you how a small and transient group of people along with the media pushing from the outside in activist fashion can make this stuff happen. It really is an amazing, amazing thing. We'll get to that in just one second. First, here's a, a serious issue. If you are a responsible person, you need to make sure that your family is protected in case, God forbid, something should happen to you. This is why all responsible people with dependents should have life insurance. But it used to be, before Policy Genius, that you'd have to do this by word of mouth. You'd have to find a friend. The friend would tell you about their life insurance policy. Then you'd end up with a, a life insurance policy that was actually not the best on the market because you couldn't competitively shop this thing. But Policy Genius will help you competitively shop and get the best deal on your life insurance. Once you find your best option, Policy Genius team will help you set up a new policy for yourself and answer any questions you have along the way. You can feel good knowing your family has financial protection in case, God forbid, something should happen. Getting started, super simple. Head on over to policygenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much coverage you need and you can compare quotes to find your best price. Since their licensed agents work for you, not the insurance companies, there's no hassle. If you hit any speed bumps during the application process, Policy Genius will take care of everything for you, soup to nuts. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. The best part? All the benefits of Policy Genius, the comparison tool, handling of paperwork, unbiased advice, totally free to use. Policy Genius can promise you won't leave their website feeling like a fool. You could save 50% or more by comparing life insurance quotes. Feel good. Knowing if something happens, your loved ones will be taken care of. Go to policygenius.com to get started. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice and important to get it right. So how did all of this materialize? It materialized because just like all corporate blowhardism, basically you have a small intransigent group of people inside a corporation. They doesn't have to be very large. They just have to be very loud and very intransigent. And they work an inside-outside game with the media. They push from the inside, this small and transient group of folks. And then you have the media pretending that this represents a broad majority inside the corporation and threatening that corporation with outside action if they refuse to acknowledge what these wokesters inside their own halls want. Right? This is how you get Woca-Cola. You get Woca-Cola because you have a very small percentage of employees at Woca-Cola, 20% of the employees, and they decide that they don't like the Georgia law. And then you have the media on the outside yelling at Coke. And you have all of the heads of Coke going, well, you know, does it really matter if we like just say we don't like the Georgia law? Is that really that big a deal? We'll just put out a statement saying we don't like it. And then they'll leave us alone. Okay, this is what happened with the MLB, with Major League Baseball. And again, on a personal level, I don't have a lot of brand investments, right? I don't care if I don't have to, if I don't drink Coke. It doesn't make any difference to me. I don't drink Coke in the first place. I'm not a soda person. But I do care about Major League Baseball. I'm an enormous baseball fan. I've been an enormous baseball fan my entire life. My father and I wrote a full-on book about the 2005 Chicago White Sox championship season. We, we went through literally every game that season. That's how big a baseball fan I am. I'm a huge, huge baseball fan. I grew up with it. It's a part of sort of the lifeblood of the country. And seeing 
that lifeblood poisoned with the politics of wokeness is deeply disturbing. It's disturbing on a number of levels. First, they're taking things that we all should be able to share together and they're, wreck and they're wrecking them. They're politicizing them. But just as importantly, they're taking cherished aspects of American culture and they are turning them to politics. And once you do that, there's nothing we share. They're making it, the left is making it, so there's literally nothing we share. We can't share a baseball game without getting political. We can't pick a razor brand without getting political. Everything is political now, and this is the way they want it. This is why when you hear some conservatives say, why are you so worried about the culture wars? Why don't you just worry about the spending? I care about the spending. I do. I care about Joe Biden's crappy bills. We'll get to that. But I care much more deeply about culture because culture is upstream of politics. A culture that refuses to acknowledge dissent as legitimate a culture that refuses to acknowledge political diversity, a culture that says you can't work at this corporation because you voted for Trump or that you can't you can't have an all star game in your state. If you voted the way we don't like that culture is not destined to remain. That is a culture that is destined to break down, to polarize and then to just collapse in on itself like a dying star. And that's what we're seeing in the United States right now. How exactly did Major League Baseball again, a coalition of teams with an antitrust exemption that should be removed now? How did that coalition of teams Teams all over the United States, including in red areas. Okay, Georgia, despite the fact that it just elected two blue senators in a, in a bizarre special election, it still is a red state. It has a red legislature. It has a red governor. And now after this, it's going to have two red senators next time it comes up. How exactly did this league decide that it was time to just alienate half of its fan base, minimum half of its fan base? Commissioner Rob Manfred, according to ESPN, made the decision to move the All-Star Game and events along with the amateur draft from Atlanta after discussions with individual big leaguers and the Players Alliance, an organization of black players formed after the death of George Floyd last year. This all came together rather quickly, said Chicago Cubs outfielder Jason Hayward, who is black. We had, I think, a day left in spring training. The Players Alliance, we gathered and got as many people as we could on a call. It was probably less than 50 guys on there out of the 100 or whatever. We had our conversation. We knew how we felt about it. We wanted to make sure, I think, that regardless of what happened, the decision was made and that we were there to do what we could in Atlanta. So, number one, they promulgated a lie that the Georgia voter law was about voter suppression. It was not. And that was based on a, a larger lie that Democrats were pushing over the course of the last few years, which is every time they lost an election, it was about suppression of the black vote. It was a lie. It's been a lie. It continues to be a lie. This has nothing to do with Jim Crow. It has nothing to do with race. And it's disgusting. I mean, really repulsive that the media parroted that lie and treated it as legitimate over and over and over. But for our purposes, it's just as important to see that the MLB shifted its entire stance and removed, according to the Cobb County officials in Georgia, $100, $100 million in revenue from Cobb County because 45 players in MLB decided to write a letter to Rob Manfred. I mean, that, that's unbelievable. And according to Daily Wire, Georgia County that voted for Biden will lose $100 million over the MLB relocating the game. $100 million is removed from the local economy. People will lose their jobs because Jason Hayward, who makes millions of dollars for being an overrated baseball player, and some 40 other players, decided that it was deeply necessary for the MLB to move its all-star game. And Rob Manfred, because he's a coward, decided to go along with it. But was it really about those players? Was it really? It wasn't only about those players. It was certainly partially about those players because those players were very loud and they were shouting about racial justice, even though, again, this had nothing to do with race and it was based on a lie. But it was about this intransigent, woke minority inside MLB combined with a media that was actively pushing this stuff, actively pushing this stuff. And when I say actively pushing this stuff, let me give you a, an example of just how actively they were pushing this stuff in just one second, because this is an insane... 
it, it shows what the media are. They are an activist propaganda group on behalf of the Democratic Party. That's all they are. They deserve no more respect than the normal press release that you get from the DNC or from the DNC or from the, the Democratic National Campaign Committee or from Media Matters. They're just an activist group. They're a propaganda outlet. They are the Pravda of the Democratic Party. We'll get to the, the proof in the pudding in just one second. First, let's talk about a great gift, something you can do. It's amazing for your family. So if you have family, if you have parents, grandparents, just your family, you want to make sure that your family memories are preserved. It's such an important thing. Nowadays, most of us take our pictures on our phone, we have videos on our phone. But when you were growing up, that was not available, obviously. You used to take it on the camcorder and there's little tapes. And you pop them in a little like VHS thing. Nobody has a VCR. Nobody has one of those little tapes. Those things don't exist anymore. So you've got in your garage boxes of this stuff. What do you do with it? It's just taking up space. Instead, have it transferred over to a digital format and save it forever. This is what Legacy Box does. Their service couldn't be simpler. You use their kit to safely send the moments you want preserved. Their team will create a digital archive by hand. Then you'll receive your new copies stored on the cloud, a thumb drive or DVD, along with all the original media you sent them. With their tracking system, you can follow every single step of the process so you always know your originals are being taken care of. I know the people who run Legacy Box. I've used Legacy Box myself. I did it for my parents. It's an amazing gift. They can now see all the footage from their own childhood in a way they couldn't before. They sent old film reels. They got back digital format. It's fantastic. Go to LegacyBox.com Shapiro. Join more than a million other families who have used Legacy Box for just a fraction of the regular price. Take advantage of 50% off today. Send in your Legacy Box whenever you are ready. Go to LegacyBox.com Shapiro. Save 50% while supplies last. Go check them out right now. Okay, so here is the proof that your media are just a bag of flaming garbage who need to be torn down. Okay, CBS News, they're just activists. CBS, because it's MLB didn't shift just because of these woke players, these 45 woke players or, who, or whomever. By the way, how many total MLB players, total number of MLB players right now is something like a thousand? There are a thousand players on opening day rosters of the MLB. Over a thousand. Less than 50 players made the MLB move that, according to ESPN. That's how little the intransigent minority has to be in order to reshape the entire industry. It's unreal. It's unreal. And that only happens because the media are who the media are. Because what do the media do? What the media do is they then call up MLB's advertisers. They call up Woca-Cola and they say, you guys advertise with MLB. You just said that you came out against the Georgia bill. But I see that you're advertising with the MLB who's having their all-star game in Georgia. Why would you do that? And then Woca-Cola calls up MLB and they say, you know what? It's real awkward for us. Why don't you move the All-Star game? That's how this little pathetic game works. And the media are in on it. When the media call up Coca-Cola for comment, they are not calling them for comment. They're demanding action from Coca-Cola because the threat is we are now going to run a headline saying that Coca-Cola is a bunch of hypocrites. This is why, number one, these corporations should never give an inch because once the inch is given, they are done. As The minute you feed a toe to the alligator, the rest of you is gone. Okay, this is the... This is the, the Robert Shaw seen in Jaws. The minute you're sliding down that deck and you're trying to fend off the shark with your feet, pretty soon you're going to find your torso in its mouth. That is what's happening to all of these corporations right now. So how does he, this is the perfect proof. CBS put out a headline over the weekend. Here was the headline. It was Friday night. Quote, three ways companies can help fight Georgia's restrictive new voting law. Does that sound like news to you? That was not in their opinion section. That was not, there was no opinion tag or disclaimer on the article. Three ways companies can help fight Georgia's restrictive new voting law. So, number one, a few problems. One, it is not a restrictive new voting law. It expands voting. Expands it. Two, so that's just a lie. Two, that is a perfectly activist headline. You would see that 
from the Democratic National Committee. You would see that at Stacey Abrams' website. Three ways companies can help fight, right? The implication being if you don't, then you're in favor of Georgia's evil restrictive new voting law. The media are activists. If you give them an iota of respect, it is because you're being a dum-dum. They deserve none of your respect. This doesn't mean don't watch what they say and then don't fact check it. You should fact check it. But if you take what they say at face value, it's because you're a moron. There is no way that you should be watching CBS News and taking it at face value. There's just no way to do it. And it's just mirroring Democratic Party priorities. That's all they do. That's their actual agenda. Why? Because if the media actually reported what's going on with MLB, it would be perfectly obvious how hypocritical MLB is. As Fox News reported, it turns out that Major League Baseball is protesting that Georgia voting law Meanwhile, they have bolstered ties with the Communist Party-backed Chinese company that cracked down on an NBA executive who supported the pro-democracy move in Hong Kong. The MLB signed a deal with Tencent on Wednesday. It's one of China's largest tech companies. It's one of the Chinese firms that briefly dropped NBA games in 2019 after former Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey publicly voiced support for pro-democracy protesters facing a Beijing-backed crackdown in Hong Kong. As always, it turns out that these sports teams, it's all about the money. It's not about how they are principled opponents of the Georgia voting law. It's because they wish to avoid the scrutiny of the media, who don't care at all that all of these corporations are doing business with the worst people on earth, companies that are sponsored by the repressive and tyrannical Chinese government. It's just, it's an incredible, incredible, that headline, my goodness, CBS News eventually pulled it. But the fact that it was even up just demonstrates where your media are, and they are garbage. By the way, speaking of hypocrisy, remember, Joe Biden called for MLB to move the All-Star game. Right? That's the real reason this happened. Joe Biden called for it. Stacey Abrams didn't call for it, but basically said that the Georgia voting law is Jim Crow, which, which promulgated the myth. The media pushed it. And then you had just enough people inside MLB yelling about it that Rob Manfred wimped out because that's what he was going to do. Meanwhile, Jen Psaki can't answer a very simple question. Why is it that you're saying companies should boycott Georgia, but you... The president of the United States, the White House, you are not calling for the United States to boycott the Olympics in China, which it turns out is you want to know a country that has really restrictive voting laws, like super restrictive voting laws, not about like people who are partisan giving water bottles to people 150 paces from the, the voting place. But, you know, people being sent to detention camps if they vote the wrong way. You know, China, bad voting laws over there. And yet, strangely, Joe Biden seems perfectly willing to have an Olympics in China. When can we expect a final determination from the president about the United States participating in the Beijing Olympics, given that he said the Chinese president doesn't have a democratic bone in his body? Well, I think the U.S. Olympic Committee uh, would play a big role in... Uh, in in on Major League Baseball here in the United States. He actually didn't... I, I think, I don't know if you heard the, qu the answer, the question, the answer that happened a few minutes ago where we addressed this, and I answered the question. So, uh, and I... Give a little more context, but maybe you weren't paying attention to that part. Oh, no, you're just a liar. You're just a liar. You're fine with the United States doing the Beijing Olympics because you don't care if China represses its own people. But you do care about lying about Georgia so that you can presumably win a bigger share of the black vote by lying to black voters that Jim Crow is coming for them. It's not a shock that the same Joe Biden who claimed that Mitt Romney wanted to put black people back in chains is claiming that a law that expands voting access in Georgia actually restricts it to hurt black people. They're just damned liars. And the media repeat it. They repeat it full scale. Now, Here's the, here's the good news. There's going to be a backlash. Okay, so let's talk about that backlash for a second. Here's the reality in Georgia. What's about to happen in Georgia is that Raphael Warnock is about to lose his seat. Okay, he is up for re-election about a year and a half here. Not even, right? He's, he's up for re-election. Yeah, about, about a year and a half, November of 2022. He's going to lose his seat. He's going to lose his seat because it turns out that the people of Georgia only voted for Raphael Warnock 
basically because Donald Trump intervened in the Georgia Senate race. Both of those seats should have gone Republican. So that was up there. Second, it turns out that when you lead a movement to boycott your own state, that's really unpopular, which is why Stacey Abrams, who is the lead promulgator of the overt lie that this was a Jim Crow Georgia voting bill, even she came out against MLB. She said she blamed Republicans for it. She said they prioritized making it harder for people of color to vote over the economic well-being of all Georgians. Like many Georgians, I am disappointed the MLB is relocating the All-Star game. However, I commend the players, owner, and league commissioner for speaking out. So in other words, she wants it both ways. She's very happy that everybody's speaking out and uh, removing the All-Star game, but also she's sad they're removing the All-Star game. That's because she's recognizing, maybe for the first time, that people losing economic activity because they disagree with Stacey Abrams might not be a great electoral strategy in a state like Georgia. The backlash is coming, and it's coming strong, and it should come strong. And there's a piece by Dave Seminara in the Wall Street Journal called What I Wouldn't Give for a Shave That Isn't Woke. He says, from my closet to my bathroom, my house is full of leftist brands. It's time to do something about it. He says, maybe I was wrong to think conservatives should refrain from adopting the bullying, boycotting tactics of the left. I made the case against emulating progressives in these pages last summer as I lamented the rise of the woke corporation, documenting how many of my favorite companies embrace values antithetical to my own. But it's increasingly clear that the sharp increase in corporate virtue signaling after George Floyd's death wasn't a passing trend, but a sea change. Perhaps it's time for conservatives to boycott companies that hate us. Yes, this is correct. It's time for companies to form on the right in direct opposition to this stuff. We're going to be doing that at Daily Wire. I promise you it's coming. We are going to be forming companies that are specifically designated in order to take on the woke culture in corporate America. And you should do the same. Okay, if this is the country that the left wants, this is the country they're going to get. They're going to get a backlash in Georgia electorally. And in the culture sphere, people on the conservative side of the aisle are going to start businesses that do not cater to the woke, that decide they're going to cater to everybody. And they're going to just tell the woke to shove it because here's the dirty little secret. The woke don't have that much power. The media are a paper tiger. The media yelling at you and saying how they're going to boycott you and they're going to be mean to you. No one gives a crap. No one gives a crap. The, the dirty secret of the media is that they are a mirage. The media have a, a perception of power because they can drive narrative, but not enough people pay attention to the narrative to actually make a difference. It's just these corporate leaders are so online, they are so on Twitter that they're afraid of seven people on Twitter. We know this, for example, because Harry's Razors decided to cancel advertising with some of the shows on Daily Wire because one of the Daily Wire hosts made the crazy statement that a man is a man and a woman is a woman, and you're not allowed to say that. So Harry's Razor was like, this doesn't agree with our values. Okay, well, you know, fine. Fine. You don't like us. You don't like our listeners. That's fine, Harry's Razors. We'll just launch a different brand of Razors and our people can go to us. Because guess what? Two can play at this game. I've said for a long time, I don't like boycott tactics. I'm not a fan of them. But there's only one thing worse than boycott tactics. And that is letting the other side use them and then being victimized by them. There's only one thing worse than having nuclear weapons. And that is the other guy having nuclear weapons and you being completely disarmed. The right is not going to stand for this any longer, nor should they. The blowback is coming and it's going to come very strongly. And the more the media just let it out of the closet exactly what they are, the more the blowback is coming. And it's going to come against the media too. There's a reason that right-wing media are growing. And they will, we will continue to grow here at Daily Wire because people don't want to get their news from a bunch of partisan hacks who won't announce that they are even partisan. We here at the Daily Wire acknowledge we're conservative. I've told you, I'm the, I've told you, go listen to Pod Save America, go listen to my show. And then where we agree on the fact pattern, that's the fact. Everything else is opinion. And nobody on the left will do that because they are liars, because they lie about their own agenda. It's not just they lie about the facts. They lie about their own agenda. I don't lie about my agenda. You know my agenda the moment you set foot in the uh, in hearing range of this show. But the media just lie to you and they lie consistently and they lie with narrative. It's happening over and over and over. Another example. So 
over the weekend, there was a rather major story. But it's not a major story because here's the way it works when it comes to crime stories. If there is a crime story that backs the media narrative that America is systemically racist and evil and filled with white supremacist right-wingers, then that's a national story. If a person who is not moving along with that narrative commits a murder in a high-profile fashion, that's not a national news story. That's a local news story. So if a white person kills a black person on the street, that's a national story because it underscores the idea that America is evil and systemically racist, and how could we be such a terrible country? If a black person kills a white person on the street, which in terms of statistical probability is actually more likely to happen, that's not a national story, that's a local news story. Hey, if you, perfect example over the weekend. It turns out that there was a, an attack on the U.S. Capitol Police. Uh, a member of U.S. Capitol Police was killed by a person who drove a car into, the, into two U.S. Capitol Police officers, then got out of his vehicle with a knife, and then he was shot by the police. The immediate response by the media, by many of the media, was this has to be some sort of white supremacist, right? This has to be a QAnon guy or something. Well, it turns out not. It turns out that the, that the attacker was a 25-year-old black man who was a follower of Louis Farrakhan's Nation of Islam. This person's Facebook page describes himself as a follower of Farrakhan, in which he said that Farrakhan was Jesus. He uh, said that he was his spiritual father, and he called himself Noah X., Many Twitter accounts initially rushed to assume the attack was carried out by a white supporter of former President Trump. But the minute that it turned out that this was a Louis Farrakhan supporter, boom, it was gone from the media. You haven't heard about it at all. You haven't heard about it at all. Just as many police officers were killed this week at the U.S. Capitol as were killed on January 6th. And there was, there was one police officer. We still don't know how he died. We don't even know if he was murdered at the Capitol, but Officer Brian Sicknick died maybe presumably. I mean, again, the facts are still coming out during the January 6th attacks, and over, a U.S. Capitol police officer was just murdered over the weekend. It is not a national news story because of the identity of the perpetrator. The media have decided it's not a national news story because they are partisan hacks, because all they care about is the Democrat-leaning narrative. And let me just tell you this. If that had been a Donald Trump supporter, every Republican in America would have been asked about how your vote for Donald Trump effectuated this kind of thing. But this person was a follower of Louis Farrakhan. Will a single Democrat who's met with Louis Farrakhan be asked about this? Well, a single Democrat who's made nice with Louis Farrakhan, I'm talking about Representative Hank Johnson. I'm talking about Rashida Tlaib. I'm talking about Ilhan Omar. I'm talking about all the Democratic members who have been warm with figures from Nation of Islam. Will any of those people be asked at all about their association with, with a person of that ideology? No, don't be silly. Don't be silly. Because that, of course, is a local news story. In a second, we're going to get to the biggest media botchery of the day. I mean, it's just the media are... They are out and they are proud and they are living life to the fullest. The backlash is going to be extraordinary and I cannot wait for it. I am here for it. That's the biggest media botchery of the day. It is perf purposeful botchery. It is, frankly, defam it's defamation. And if they weren't targeting a public figure, they'd find themselves in court. We'll talk about that in just one second. First, let us talk about the fact that you really don't want to go to the post office these days or, you know, kind of ever. The post office is great, but why would you want to stand in line in order to get the services of the post office when you could just do the same thing from home. That's why I recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. Stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. You can send letters, ship packages, and pay a lot less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com has saved businesses thousands of hours and tons of money. With Stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and UPS all in one place. Here at Daily Wire, we've been using stamps.com since 2017 because we care about saving time and saving money. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. 
Once your mail is ready, schedule a pickup, drop it off with stamps.com. You get discounts up to 40% off post office rates, up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. It's a no-brainer. Stop wasting your time going to the post office. Go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. With my promo code Shapiro, you get a special offer. It includes a four-week trial plus free postage and digital scale. No long-term commitments, no contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, type in Shapiro. That is stamps.com, promo code Shapiro, stamps.com, never go to the post office again. All righty, in just a second, we're going to get to the worst media botchery of the day, and it is purposeful. It is purposeful, malicious media botchery. We'll get to that in just one second first. As we return from Easter and Passover, it's important to reflect on the impact these holidays have on our faith, the impact that Judeo-Christian values have on our culture. More and more, the left wants to erase those values, replace them with their own pseudo-morality. It's one of the reasons we've launched a brand new talk show with Candace Owens, one of the fiercest protectors of conservative values and free speech. Go behind the headlines and Twitter fights. See Candace as herself funny, political, insightful. You're going to love her show. Watch her host lively discussion panels, exclusive interviews with an always exciting round of guests. Candace is the first Daily Wire show to appear in front of a live studio audience, an element that's rarely been seen in conservative media. It cements our commitment to fighting for the culture. It's a different kind of show. Whatever the left does, we on the right, we can do it better. The show streams on Fridays, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central at dailywire.com. You can get the audio podcast Candace on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. So if you need some Candace Owens in your podcast feed, look no further. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Subscribe today. Be sure to leave a five-star review. If you like what you hear, you're listening to the largest, fastest growing conservative podcast and radio show in the nation. All righty, so let's talk about the worst media botchery of the day. And it is not a mistake, okay? This is not just them being bad at journalism. It is that they are hacks. They are partisan hacks with an agenda. This is deliberate. These are propagandists. 60 Minutes ran a propaganda piece about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, DeSantis has been the target of the media ever since the beginning of the pandemic because DeSantis took a different strategy than California and New York, and he showed them up. He made them look really bad. It turns out that DeSantis ran this state beautifully, the state that I am in, while New York and California ran their states like garbage. Andrew Cuomo shipped COVID-positive patients back into nursing homes. He killed thousands of them and covered it up. In California, they shut down the entire state for a full year and ended up with the same deaths per million ratio as Florida, despite the fact that California has one of the youngest populations in America and Florida has the oldest population in America outside of Maine. Okay, but the media hate DeSantis because DeSantis didn't listen to their pathetic lies about COVID and how to treat COVID and all the rest of it. DeSantis knew COVID was a threat. He knew it was a threat that mostly centered on elderly people. And so he protected the elderly and he told everybody else to go out and use risk assessment and wear masks when they felt that they were at risk and then live their lives. He didn't destroy the economy. He didn't prevent people from living their lives. He didn't kill all the restaurants. He didn't prevent people from eating outdoors the way they did in California. DeSantis handled it right. Cuomo and Newsom handled it wrong. The media like Cuomo and they like Newsom. So since the beginning of the pandemic, they've been covering every idiotic story out of Florida and then never doing follow-up to show that they were wrong. So they'll have some moron lawyer walking around the beaches of Jacksonville dressed up as the Grim Reaper and saying like, wow, look at this guy. He's shaming Ron DeSantis. They'll never follow up to point out that no one actually got COVID on the Jacksonville beach. They'll have story after story about how, look at Ron DeSantis in Tampa. I mean, they had the Super Bowl there. Surely there will be a massive outbreak. No massive outbreak. No follow-up. Okay, well, now they're trying to suggest that DeSantis is corrupt. So a couple of weeks ago, they just put, like last week, they put out a story, the media, that was a lie that DeSantis was covering up deaths. And it turns out that the person who authored the study they were drawing from said that the media were lying about it. It's okay. They've promoted the idea of hashtag DeSantis. It doesn't matter. All that matters is the narrative. It doesn't matter that the excess death numbers that were being used in Florida were the same as the excess death numbers everywhere else. It doesn't matter. DeSantis is the bad guy. So 60 Minutes tried to generate a headline 
last night with a story that is just complete bullcrap. It's just not true. And of course, Drudge Report, which has basically just become the Huffington Post. You may have noticed this. It's pretty incredible, right? Drudge, who used to be a fairly conservative slash libertarian voice, his headlines are now indistinguishable from Huffington Post. Indistinguishable. The headline over at Drudge right now is DeSantis accused of pay for play in Vax rollout. Grocery chain gave PAC $100,000. Okay, so here is what their supposed story is at 60 Minutes. Their supposed story is that Ron DeSantis allowed Publix to hand out the vaccine, the grocery chain Publix, to hand out the vaccine because they gave him $100,000 in his super PAC. Okay, there's only one problem with the story. It's not true. It's not true. That's not why he allowed Publix to do it. He didn't. CVS and Walgreens had the vaccine. I know I was here. CVS and Walgreens had the vaccine first. They were insufficient at pushing out the vaccine. So local officials said, why not give it to Publix? Lots of, there are 800 Publix around the state of Florida. What if Publix were able to do it? And it sounds like, hey, that's a good idea. Let's do it. Publix gives money to politicians on both sides of the aisle. It's a grocery chain. You think Ron DeSantis was corruptly using Publix to accelerate the rollout? What was he supposed to do? Not accelerate the rollout of the vaccine in the oldest state in America? Okay, so it's not just that 60 Minutes botches the story. By the way, Democratic officials say that they botched the story. Democratic state officials said it's, uh, it's false and offensive. According to Daily Wire, the segment featured reporter Sharon Alfonsi ambushing DeSantis at a press conference last month, aggressively questioning him using a misleading narrative about the way he has responded to the COVID pandemic. Alfonsi tried to suggest that Publix, the largest grocery store chain in Florida, had exchange, had engaged in pay-to-play by donating money to DeSantis' campaign in exchange for being awarded a contract to distribute vaccines in the state. Publix put out a statement. They said, the irresponsible suggestion there was a connection between campaign contributions made to Governor DeSantis and our willingness to join other pharmacies in support of the state's vaccine distribution efforts is absolutely false and offensive. We're proud of our pharmacy associates for administering more than 1.5 million doses of vaccine to date and for joining other retailers in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia to do our part to help communities emerge from the pandemic. Former Florida State Representative Jared Moskowitz, a Democrat, slammed 60 Minutes, saying DeSantis' office did not push for selecting Publix. Moskowitz is director of the Florida Division of Emergency Management and has overseen the state's response to the pandemic. 60 Minutes, he said, I said this before, I'll say it again. Publix was recommended by the Florida Division of Emergency Management and the Florida Department of Health as the other pharmacies were not ready to start, period, full stop. No one from the governor's office suggested Publix. It's just absolute malarkey. This is a Democratic official. It's a Democratic official. We'll get to more on this in just a moment. First, we're experiencing a lot of global instability as we plunge into primary season. How are you protecting your family in the middle of all of this chaos? The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, war, political and economic upheaval dating back to ancient times. That, of course, is gold. It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold and Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold can help you create a well-thought-out and balanced investment strategy. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold without paying a penny out of pocket. Diversify into gold today. Just text Ben to 989898 for a free info kit. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to check out Birch Gold today. Text Ben to 989898. Claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold the way that I did. Diversification is always a smart business strategy, particularly in really tenuous times. This is a tenuous time. You should check out my friends over at Birch Gold. Text Ben to 989898. Get in touch with them today. Ask all your questions. Text Ben to 989898 to get started with Birch Gold. Okay, so what did 60 Minutes do in order to generate this fake narrative? So there's this exchange about a month ago between Sharon Alfonsi and Ron DeSantis. Here is how 60 Minutes cut the exchange. Okay, here's it. I'm going to show you 
how they cut the exchange. Then I'm going to show you the full exchange. They cut out the part where DeSantis explained why she was lying and wrong. They just cut it out completely to make it look like he was just being randomly combative. Here was the, so here's the fake exchange from 60 Minutes, the selectively edited exchange. Then I'm going to play the full exchange. Here's the selectively edited one. I met with the county mayor. I met with the administrator. I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County. And I said, here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites. We can give more to hospitals. We can do the publics. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. But Melissa McKinley, the county commissioner in the Glades, told us the governor never met with her about the public's deal. The criticism is that it's pay to play, It's wrong, it's wrong, it's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative and you don't care about the facts. Okay, and so everybody was like, oh, look at that combative Ron DeSantis. Look at him. All the experts from the Lincoln Project, when they were not busy covering up for, for people who were abusing male staffers. They were like, look at the experts. Look at Ron DeSantis. What a combat. He, he is a liar. He, okay, here's the full exchange because we have tape of it. Here's the full exchange. 60 minutes sliced out the entire explanation by DeSantis of why Sharon Alfonsi is just lying and wrong. They just cut it out because he made her look like a fool. Here was the entire exchange. First of all, when we did the, the first pharmacies that had it were CVS and Walgreens, and they had a long-term care mission. So they were going to the long-term care facilities they got vaccine in the middle of December. They started going to the long-term care facilities the third week of December to do LTCs. So that was their mission. That was very important, and we trusted them to do that. As we got into January, we wanted to expand the distribution points. So yes, you had the counties, you had some drive-through sites, you had hospitals that were doing a lot, but we wanted to get it into communities more. So we reached out to other retail pharmacies, Publix, Walmart, Obviously, CVS and Walgreens had to finish that mission. And we said, we're going we're gonna to use you as soon as you're done with that. For the publics, they were the first one to raise their hand, say they were ready to go. Okay, and he does this full explanation. He says, he says they calculated 90% of their seniors live within a mile and a half of a Publix. They said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. So we did that. And what ended up happening was he had 65 Publix in Palm Beach. Palm Beach is one of the biggest counties, one of the most elderly counties. We've done almost 75% of the seniors in Palm Beach. And the reason is because you have a strong retail footprint. So our way has been multifaceted. It has worked. And we're also now very much expanding CVS and Walgreens now that they've completed that long-term care mission. Okay, that was, that was his full explanation. She just cut all of it out. Just cut all of it out to make it look like he was not telling the truth. His own officials, right, Democrats, are saying that he's telling the truth and 60 Minutes is lying. She should be fired for this. She should lose her job. This selective editing is a hit piece. It is a hit piece from 60 Minutes. And it's being now laundered into the public press. It's being laundered by the media. So here's how Axios covers this. Quote, Florida governor clashes with 60 Minutes over COVID vaccine rollout. Oh, it's just a clash. It's just a clash. Why it matters. DeSantis has been criticized for directing vaccines toward wealthy communities, with some who benefited from the vaccine pop-ups also donating to the governor's political action committee. Okay, that was a lie as well. The idea that DeSantis was just giving vaccines to the rich. No, he was putting it where the old people are. The old people in Florida happen to be in the richer communities generally. That is ridiculous. Of course he was giving the vaccines to the old. The old were the ones dying of COVID. What was he supposed to do? Give it to people who are poor and young? Made no sense at all. They pushed that narrative. So they've now tried several different narratives to try and nail DeSantis because they see DeSantis as a possible 2024 contender. So they're trying to knock him out early. First, they promoted the lying narrative that by having the state open at all, he was killing people. It was not true. Then they tried to promote the narrative that Ron DeSantis was in corrupt fashion, rolling out the vaccines only for his political rich allies. Wrong. He was rolling it out for the elderly. 
Then they tried to promote the narrative that Ron DeSantis was covering up the COVID numbers. That was also a lie. And finally, they are now promoting the narrative that Ron DeSantis, for $100,000 donations from Publix, decided that he was going to allow, you know, the largest grocery chain in Florida to hand out the vaccine. And this is treated not only as legit news, but as driving the news, driving the news. Okay, according to Axios, the 60 Minutes program highlighted reports of vaccine favoritism, with Florida's poorer communities being left behind in the rollout. There's no Publix in Belle Glade in Palm Beach County. Oh, so they found a town where there's no Publix to suggest that now using the most, the most branched grocery in the state is a bad thing. You know how stupid that is? So you find the grocery that's the most common in the entire state. And you say, you know what? You guys should hand out the vaccine. So what did 60 Minutes do? They went to a community that doesn't have a branch. And then they're like, you know what? Because this community doesn't have a Publix, no Publix should have it. The hell are you talking about? State Democratic Representative Omari Hardy told the show, you have lots of folks who don't have cars in the community. It's a round trip of over two hours with 34 stops to the nearest Publix 25 miles away. Publix isn't the only outlet handing this out. CVS and Walgreens are also handing it out. And there are state pop-ups giving out the vaccine. Again, this is all, it's just wrong. It's a lie. It's just not true. But it doesn't matter because 60 Minutes drives the narrative. Because the media are driving the narrative and they're just absolute disgusting partisan hacks. You should not trust them with an iota of your time, with an iota of your money. You shouldn't trust any narrative they push. They're out of the closet propagandists on behalf of the Democratic Party, just trying to push Joe Biden to a second term on a gurney. It's unreal. And they will do it any way they can. Take, for example, the unbelievable coverage of Hunter Biden's new book. So Hunter Biden has now put out a book. Okay, his book is an attempt to cash in on the fact that he is a garbage human. Okay, this has nothing to do with Joe. Hunter's being a garbage human is not on Joe. It's on Hunter. Hunter's a garbage human by every, by every specification. He's a longtime crack cocaine addict who used to mess around with strippers, impregnated one, had her get a paternity test. The, the child never really comes up in his book. Like none of this, he's a bad, he, all he does is run around picking up bags of cash on behalf of, uh, because he has a last name that's Biden. Hunter is, is just a bad person. If, if you follow his life story, there's no question. He's just, if you follow his text messages, he's bad. But the media have been in steady cover-up mode for Hunter Biden being a bad person because they're afraid it's going to reflect badly on Joe, which is unbelievable. They could just say, listen, Hunter's garbage. Joe's fine. They can't do that. Instead, it has to be Hunter Biden's story doesn't even exist. The Hunter Biden laptop story, disinformation, Russian disinformation. Well, now Hunter Biden has acknowledged that that, that, that laptop is probably his. And the media are like, whoa, same media saying it was a non-story. Now they're like, he has a new book out. And you know, it's a moving and wonderful book. It's a moving and incredible book. Except that the book is basically a cover-up. Except that the book basically excuses him for his own activity. Doesn't really talk about that, that the fact that he was scoring deals to get on the board of Amtrak and scoring high-paying gigs consulting. And the media treat him with just absolute kid gloves. He has no answers, but they'll, they'll treat him credibly. Here's Hunter Biden talking with CBS News, saying, oh, you know, I'm cooperating with the DOJ. I'm a nice guy. There's the current Department of Justice investigation into your finances. Yep. What is it about? Can you say anything more? I can't, but I can say this. is I'm cooperating um, completely. And I am absolutely certain, 100% certain, that at the end of the investigation, that I will be cleared of any wrongdoing. You're 100% certain I'm 100% certain of it. And all I can do is cooperate and, and trust in the process. Sure, sure, yeah, mm-hmm. By the way, the book is being covered as a wonderful piece of literature. That's how they're covering it. Hunter Biden bears his soul. 
bares his soul. That's the story. Not that Hunter Biden is a scuzz bucket who just picked up a $2 million advance from Simon & Schuster for basically lying about his own history. Unreal. All righty, we will be back here later today with an additional hour of content. In the meantime, go check out The Michael Knowles Show where he discusses Easter lockdowns. You can hear more details about this story over on Michael's show that is available right now. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including The Andrew Clavin Show, The Michael Moles Show, and The Matt Walsh Show. Thanks for listening. The Ben Shapiro Show is produced by Elliot Feld. Executive producer, Jeremy Boring. Our supervising producer is Mathis Glover. And our assistant director is Pavel Wydowski. Editing is by Adam Saievitz. Audio is mixed by Mike Coromina. Hair and makeup is by Fabiola Cristina. Production assistant is Jessica Kranz. The Ben Shapiro Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright Daily Wire 2021. A Canadian pastor teaches Americans a thing or two about freedom and religion. MLB gets woke-er. And Charles Barkley sees what's really going on in race relations. Check it out on The Michael Knowles Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving. 